Innovate with Adele presents Leading Through Your Heart, a leadership show exploring the challenges executives and business owners face in the workplace and how tapping into personal purpose and vision can bring the change most needed now. Adele DeMarco is an executive leadership coach and consultant with 20 years experience coaching leaders and teams from over 100 organizations. She builds on a background in neuroscience, anthropology, and organizational behavior and brings her decades of studying and applying the science and universal laws of success. Now, here's your hosts, Adele DeMarco and Myra Rosario. Hello, hello, Adele DeMarco here of Innovate, and welcome to my leadership show, the show all about leaning through your heart. I'm here today, as we are every week, with my wonderful co-host and fellow innovator and friend, Myra Rosario. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> so glad to be here. Yeah, and Happy New Year. Happy 2020. Thank you. 2020. Right. Powerful. What was the first thing you thought at the, when the ball dropped? I just was so inspired that we are launching a new decade. Not just a new year, but a new decade. Oh, true that, true that. And I love the number 20. 20 is such a power number. Mm -hmm. And like people even say, having 2020 vision. So that's what I'm holding for myself, for our family, for mm -hmm. the show, and for all of our listeners. That sounds a little corny, but I'm holding the intention that everyone is has a 2020 vision for their life in 2020. And specifically, a 2020 vision of the life that they would absolutely love to be yes. living in the whole of their life their health relationships of course business because that's what we're here to talk about yes and as we talk about with business time and money freedom mm -hmm. so yeah it's a great question what about you Myra what did you first think about well I was thinking that I felt pretty cheated because the Jetsons was 2020 Oh, really? Yeah, that was 2020. <laughs> the flying cars and, you know, you walk into the machine, it gets you dressed, you know, all of that. Oh, fun gadgets. That's such a good trivia. Yeah, it's 2020. Wow. <laughs> but makes me, well, it makes me think of Steve Jobs because I heard the story about him is that he was really inspired and influenced by the Jetsons. Oh, so thank you, Steve Jobs, nice. for getting us the technology that we do have here in the year 2020. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Yay. <laughs> we, we're not yet, we don't yet have flying cars, but we're soon on our way here. Yes. So we're here this week to talk about love in the workplace. Part, part two. two. Part two. That's right. Part <laughs> two. So last time we were here, we shared, I shared two of the six ways that people from around the world say they feel loved. Mm -hmm. The six love supplies is the research that was done by Harvard mm -hmm. over 20 years ago with 20,000 people from around the world. Again, wow. all different ages, cultures, different socioeconomic statuses, and Myra, what were those two? Well, Adele, the two were receiving loving, constructive feedback and keeping agreements. Yeah, awesome. So flip-flopped. Well, but I love the, the keeping agreements. That was the yes, one that really... That's the, that was the sixth. So we're, we're counting them backwards from the sixth most common. And today we're going to share four, three, two, and then the number one. Nice. Yeah, so keeping agreements. Right. We, we talked just a little bit about that, how yeah. important that is. And that can be as simple as showing up on time, staying to the time that you committed to. And of course, in a workplace, just delivering on your promise. Yeah, right. Your, yeah. Your deadlines and yeah, your promise. Right. right. And your goals and, and, and responsibilities. So, yeah. So before we dive into the show, I just want to do a really quick recap about why we're here and what Innovate is really about. So Innovate is all about rewiring, repatterning ourselves, innovating inside out in such a way that our heart 
becomes the leader in our lives. Yinnovate is a process where we learn the how-to, the how-to really innovate from the inside out such that our head, where mm-hmm. the vast majority of us on the planet default to our thinking, that our head gets a role reassignment in our lives. Our heads are reassigned to be the co-pilot or said another way, the faithful servant in our lives to our heart. Mm-hmm. Our hearts are the natural leaders in our lives. Our hearts are the source, the access to our intuitive intelligence. Right. That intuition, or as others refer to it, our intuitive intelligence, which has been proven time and time again to be a more reliable resource for information most pertinent in our lives today. Right. It kind of reminds me, you know, when people say, what does your heart say? Right. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. use this term, we, we use the term heart casually in so many different ways of, of, in our lives, right? We'll say, you know, what's the heart of the matter? Or I'm going to check with my heart or that person has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And now science is catching up to prove that there's real validity right. around this. Right. So, and I want to emphasize that the purpose of this leadership show is to empower and inform leaders, people who are in roles of influence. Those of you who are listening, who are business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, executive directors in the social sector and managers in the social sector, any of you who are in roles where you are influencing many people and multiple outcomes, this show is meant to serve you by building your awareness about the power of the heart in human performance. And science now is catching up to provide so much evidence that validates the truth of the heart in our lives. And this show in Innovate is really about how learning to lead through your heart is the simplest, most natural way to manage the intensity and constant change of our times, mm-hmm. right? Because we know that change is inevitable. Right. But Growing and continuing to succeed in the midst of change is optional, right? And that's why this show and Innovate exists, right? And Myra, New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. I was at a party talking to someone who's a manager in a managerial role. And she asked me, you know, when we were talking about time, right? It's New Year's yeah. Eve, 2020, cycles of time. Right. And I was talking about this as an intense, you know, time mm-hmm. of change. And she said, well, when is the intensity going to stop? Right. Ugh. And it's it's probably not. But what yeah. can shift or change is our relationship with ourselves in the midst of the change. Mm-hmm. Right. How and, we react to the change. Right. And, yeah, and how shift, we adapt. Right. Change, shifting right? from reacting to responding mm-hmm. and learning to lead through your heart is one of the key ways to be able to do that. Right. Where we learn by accessing our intuitive intelligence in the midst of change. It's it's kind of like I think of it as going to the eye of a storm. You know how you yeah. hear about in a, in a tornado or a hurricane that the center of that storm is a place of calm, wow. which is amazing, wow. right? That that's yeah. actually happening. Yeah. We can think of ourselves in that way. We yeah. can t- return to the center of ourselves by accessing our hearts, mm-hmm. the voice, the information that's coming through our hearts yeah. as a place of calm and a resource for information and guidance in this time of incredible change. You know, Adele, I was so amazed to learn from you about the powerful roles that the hearts play in our lives. I mean, you really shared some amazing facts. 
yeah. on our last show. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I mean, I'm amazed by these facts as well, and I love sharing them with people. I, I would love for this to become just everyday awareness. So right. one of the things I find the most fascinating about the role of our heart in human performance is that you know, energy moves and is measured in two ways, through electricity and magnetism. So when scientists are able to measure the human body and the electromagnetic field around it, what they find is that the electromagnetic field coming from our heart area is 5,000 times stronger than the electromagnetic field coming out of our head. 5,000 times stronger than our head. The energetic field that's, mm-hmm. that scientists can measure, the electromagnetic electromagnetic field coming out of our heart is 5,000 times stronger than that coming out of our head area. Wow. And this is why our heart is our greatest power source. Right. That's why we want to check in with our heart when we make decisions. Totally. Right. right? Can you imagine like cutting it's, yourself out of, at the neck, only using your head, neglecting this incredible resource that we all have right to our disposal i won't what might not be the best word but easy access easy access now we have to that's what innovate is about is training ourselves to be able to better access that right? right so and that's the connection between the energy which we it's not any accident that we associate the the energy called love with mm-hmm. the heart. And that's really the connection between leading through the heart and the focus of our show today, which is love in the workplace, right? Because right? the focus of our show is talking about resources for the workplace and how this connects to being in work, given that we, as we talked about last time, we spend so much time there. Right. 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 Yeah. So diving into our topic today, part two of love in the workplace, you know, to support the confusion around the subject, when people hear love in the workplace, they usually think we're talking about romance. Yeah. And we are not. And I believe part of that reason that people confuse that is because we have a really limited understanding or use and definition of the word love. And for the purpose of the show and this and innovating in general, we're, we're furthering our understanding of the word love by referring to three types of love. And this comes from ancient and even modern Greek times. And those three types of love are eros, philos, pronounced, I'm sorry, spelled P-H-I-L-O-S, and agape. Now, eros is that type of love that we most think of, we most commonly think of when we hear the word love. And this is more that, hence the word erotic, right? Intimate love or love where there's some type of sexual chemistry or passion. Mm. And even in ancient Greek times, they thought of Eros as a bit dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. Because it could cause you to make not the best decisions, Decisions. right? (laughs) We're talking about the second type of love that the Greeks refer to, which is philia. Mm -hmm. And this is that brotherly love, right? That, That noble love that doesn't have anything to do with sexual passion or, or, um, intimacy in that way. It's just, that love that we have for people who there's loyalty and courage and strength among them. And then the third is agape, that unconditional love that we have, that universal love or charity or even altruism, right? So, well, Adele, we do have to take a short break. And before we do that, we're going to ask this week's trivia question. All right, all right. All right. So what is the number one thing that people who love their jobs have in common? Is it A, their salary, B, the challenge, C, they enjoy their co-workers, or is it D, the location, how quick and easy it is to get to work? 
When we get back, we will share the answer. And Adele is going to talk to us more about love in the workplace. Welcome back to Innovate with Adele, a leadership show. Um, before our break, Adele shared with us this week's trivia question. But before we get to that, I just want to remind our listeners that if you're interested in having Adele for your next speaking engagement or team building meeting, visit yinovate.com. That's yin with a Y, ovate.com. Or you can email us at adele at yinovate.com. Okay, back to the question. You ready, Adele? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you, you should be ready. <laughs> now our listeners ready is the question. Okay. What is the number one thing that people who love their jobs have in common? Is it A, their salary, B, the challenge, C, they enjoy their coworkers, D, the location, how quick and easy it is to get to work? And the answer is... See, they enjoy their coworkers. Yeah. So they love their jobs because they enjoy their co- coworkers. Yeah, right. Wow. People were social creatures, right? Mm-hmm. And we know meaningful relationships have a powerful impact on our happiness, right? We showed, yeah. shared last time the longest running research out of Harvard Business Review on um, on quality of life. The number one correlate was high quality relationships. relationships. That there's a strong correlate between meaningful, high-quality relationships and being healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. So we spend a lot of time at work. And so having these relationships and having to cult- having cultivation of a sense of belonging and identity, it relieves stress. It helps us laugh and have fun and helps us feel safe and supported, mm-hmm. right? So leaders out there who are listening... You and your companies, your places of work can encourage workplace relationships through a host of things. I mean, this is part of what Innovate and I, Innovate with Adele, consult on. But it can be supported through how you design your workspace, through, of course, team building exercises and outings, and even different tools that you they that you use in the workplace to communicate. But whatever the approach, the goal should always be to inspire trust among team members and help them feel as if they're pulling in the same direction together. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a great transition for us, Myra, to talk about the six love supplies, right? This was a conversation we started last week, and we're continuing in the subject of love in the workplace. So admittedly, this research was not done specifically on the workplace, but this research was done with 20,000 people from all different backgrounds, all different age groups, ethnicities, and cultures from around the world. And the question posed to them was, how do you feel loved? Right. And they found these six most common ways in which we as human beings experience love. 
And these six ways are the integrity points of relationships mm. in general. Right. So we started, we're, co- we're starting with the sixth most common, counting back to the, to the number one most common. And again, as you shared last time, we talked about keeping agreements. Number six and number five was receiving loving, constructive feedback. Number four, the fourth most common is being supported in our goals and dreams. Oh, now we know Myra, right, as the innovators, because that is the essence of what Innovate is about, is yeah. having a clear vision that comes through our heart, from our highest self, from our intuitive intelligence. But in the workplace, this is really important as well. First of all, it's important that people, that employees have goals, right? Do you and, mean personal goals or just in the workplace? Well, in the workplace, I think it's most appropriate for an employer to invest in and supporting them and having their goals in the workplace. I mean, I know from having clients over time, you know, some businesses are interestingly having a bit of tension because there aren't explicit goals that have been made for their employees, Mm -hmm. right? And high-performing people like to feel accomplished. They want to know what their goals are, that they are able to accomplish. So again, we're taking the research that was done of the six love supplies and applying it to the workplace and having people feel supported in their goals and dreams. So not only naming supporting people and clarifying goals and mm-hmm. for themselves, right? So, and the ideal really, and we're, you know, I've been working with a client on this too, it's bringing the Innovate process into their business with about 40 employees is helping the individuals on the team, especially people in management roles to have clarity of how their personal employment goals their goals for their own job connect with the goals of the company. Right. Right. That, that, so we, people can see how they're all rowing together, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But in essence, this number four being supported in our goals and dreams, Myra, we've talked about as being a partner in believing. Yeah. Yeah. A partner that, in believing. Yeah. Cause as soon as I thought of this being supported in our goals and dreams, but even uh, not only as a innovator, but as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know, relationships, having friends, families, you know, loved ones that help you, and uh, believe in your dreams and your goals just pushes you forward. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, when you have someone in management, that's really like, hey, just a, a source of encouragement. Right. Which, yeah. When they believe in you in times when you don't maybe believe in yourself, if you're right. going to be able to crush that goal. Yeah. Or... Partner in believing. Yeah. That's absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the number three reason now this is no pun intended, touchy when we're talking about the workplace. <laughs> but the number the number three most common responded love supply that humans experience is loving touch, mm-hmm. right? As long as it's appropriate for the moment. But even, you know, a pat on the shoulder, a pat on the back, right? We even, yeah. we even use that expression in the workplace that people want attaboys, as it's called, or just mm-hmm. a pat on the back yeah. is a figure of speech. But it really does relate to the fact that being human does does involve human physical connection in some way, right? When we right. meet people, we shake hands mm-hmm. to greet them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, in the workplace, it's almost like they, not they, but we tend to put our human side aside. No, you can't have no emotions. You can't touch <laughs> any of these things, right? Yeah. It is a fascinating phenomena that has happened. I think in the, in I think with good intentions of keeping things lower risk and and really this belief that we're supposed to separate the personal and the professional. Mm-hmm. And admittedly, it, it's caused, it causes us to feel like split personality sometimes, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. 
And at the same time, integrating the personal and professional does require a level of mastery to keep things out of being like boundary blurring and keep mm-hmm. things out of being kind of messy. Right. Right. We want to have a healthy integration of the personal and professional where people know the truth of who we are um, but in ways that are productive for right. work and related to work. Right. Right. So loving touch was number three. The second most common response to people experiencing the supply of love. This is so related to work. Number two is praise and acknowledgement. Yeah. Wow. Receiving praise, giving praise and acknowledging, right? For leaders leading through the heart is innovating is about turning up the dial on our ability to presence love, to connect through our hearts and speak words of praise and acknowledgement as part of our pattern of communication. Right. And this is so important in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I have done yeah. so many evaluations with organizations over the years, so many assessments, right? With so much of my first step would is when I work with a new team is to do a survey or an assessment just to get a pulse of where things are. Right. And I cannot tell you how many times people say, We just we just want to hear thank you. Wow. We just want to hear we're doing a good job. Yeah. And what I've heard and being in conversations with leaders over time and even people, employees Mm -hmm. who were high performers who left because they didn't feel acknowledged and praised is they said it was like there's a mindset or a habit of only communicating when something's going bad or something's going wrong. Yeah. Right. So the kind of default is like, I'm just not going to communicate at all until something's going bad or wrong versus a 180 of that where we want to get into a culture, a habit, you know, as we innovate our culture to making praise and acknowledgement a part of just how we communicate on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. letting people know what you appreciate them, telling them when they did a good job, Mm -hmm. you know, not faking it, but just acknowledging. We don't have to, we don't have to lie, but really turn up the dial in our own ability to see and recognize when people are doing a good job. Right. Yeah, I mean, people surrender so much of their time and energy. And I think alone, a manager just saying, you know, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for your time and, you know, just all your hard work. I mean, you know, I just I think that goes a long way. And I think it just really promotes just a positive workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. And it's Mm -hmm. just like you said, a little goes a long way. Right. So this is bringing us to the most common way in which we experience love. And this is highly relevant to the workplace. Are we ready? Okay. The most common way we as human humans experience love is being listened to. Mm. Being listened to. Mm-hmm. Being heard. Being, being heard. Being heard. It's like the as we as humans, we have these basic needs. We want to be seen and we want to be heard. Mm. And that that's what this this research affirms, right? We want to be seen, which is being praised and acknowledged, and we want to be heard. We want to be listened to. And people, this is an art form I have l- learned, right? That listening is the place of connection. And most of us have not been well trained in learning how to listen. Mm-hmm. So many of us, while someone else is talking, we're distracted with our own thoughts of how we're going to respond. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like Stephen Covey, one of the leaders, right? Seven habits of highly effective people. We need to seek understanding first before trying to be understood. Mm. 
and we're going to talk more about this on our show, is to turn up our authentic listening with people, even with people you think you know the best. Right. Really to make this a new practice. This is one of the powerful practices that Innovate teaches with teams and cultures is to develop and integrate the practice of authentic listening in your culture. Wow. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I just want to thank everyone for listening. Yes, thank you for tuning in. We love having listeners, right? Going back to being number one way of feeling love, being listened to. So it's definitely showing the love (laughs) on our show today on Leading Through Your Heart with Innovate. So appropriate. Um, Between Adele's media show, coaching entrepreneurs, business owners, and their teams, Adele's calendar is very full for 2020. Um, She does have a limited number of spots each month in her calendar for one-on-one strategy sessions. So if you would like to apply for a complimentary one-on-one strategy session with Adele, you can text Yinnovate, that's with a Y, Yinnovate, to 216-905-1199. Again, that's 216-905-1199. You can find this and our previous episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, whkradio.com. Wonderful. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for leading. And remember, your heart is your most powerful engine for change. Bye for now.